All right. Welcome to a new episode of Real Estate First Technology as we um, are working out all the kinks and details behind the scenes. We have our special guest here. And uh, before we say who it is, not that you can't read it off the screen, but uh, that's another thing we're working on with the StreamYard. And we're super excited about this guest because this guest is actually in my market, in the Arizona market, and um, had my infinity for a time. He actually uh, came here for the first time to buy my car. And then uh, let's fast forward. The car is gone. We'll get into that story. And now he's here on Real Estate First Technology, a real estate professional that I will go ahead and intro here in a second. But before I do, we're going to change the camera angles and kick off the show. Welcome to a new episode of Real Estate First Technology, your number one resource to get the inside scoop from top performing real estate professionals. How are they growing their business utilizing technology in today's market? Hear also from top performing coaches that can help and serve you and your real estate business and also technology providers. Let's go deeper with these technology providers to ask them how they got where they're at today and how maybe their services could better serve your real estate business. A big shout out to Liftoff Agent for sponsoring our podcast. Go ahead and go to liftoffagent.com to learn about their marketing and positioning services to help scale your real estate business. If you haven't already done so, like the episode, subscribe. We want you to comment on YouTube what you learned from the episode and give us a review if you're going to be listening and streaming this podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and enjoy this week's podcast of Real Estate First Technology. All right. Welcome back. The man, the myth, the legend, Tyler O'Quinn. What's up, bro? What's going on? Thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course. I know behind the scenes, we're like going through all the technology and <laughs> the lighting and it was like too red, but I'm glad we figured it out. Figured it out. Yep, absolutely. And I was I was here for it. I was trying to guide you through it, but uh, we, we got to figure it out. And this, listen to this guy. Do you not have a radio voice or what? Uh, this is my first time hearing myself talk. So well, maybe, I don't know. I might have a future in radio. <laughs> well, uh, the, you never know. You never know. You just go out there, have fun, live life, enjoy it. And uh, then you come onto a podcast randomly at a guy's house that you bought a car from. But uh, who, who would have thought, man? Who would have thought? We're excited to have you on the show. If you're watching, be sure to subscribe, hit the notification bell as uh, new episodes come out each week. And we want to add massive value to this real estate community. But um, let's get into the story, man, behind behind everything, starting off with, you know, I guess we met from I listened my infinity and then you hit hit me up about the car and I think that was like two years ago now. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what we were driving before, but I was like, I need a car. And I mean, knowing me, I can't just drive some old Prius or whatever. No offense, anyone drives a Prius. Yeah. But uh, I was like, I need some kind of like sports car or whatever, just drive around. And so yeah, I saw the infinity. I was like, this thing's sweet. Go check it out. And then come to find out he was in, you know, in real estate industry and yeah. And then we just hit it off from there and ended up buying the car. So yeah, it was, it's amazing how how like mind like minded people when they say your vibe creates your tribe, and, and you never know who you'll meet. And then it was funny too because then I, I think I looked you up or something. I saw that you're a real estate professional, and I was like, oh what? And I saw some of your content. Check them out. Links down below. Definitely uh, has some amazing content. And I gotta say, doing drone work, video work, and um, so yeah. So, so shout out on that and. And then uh, you're very thorough in the car too. I have to say, he was really making sure dots the eyes, cross the T's, and um, and yeah, it's like two years, and then now you have a car that I think you bought for your, your wife. Yeah, yeah, we sold the Infinity because we were like, we want something more practical. And in Arizona, it gets you know hotter than hell in the summertime. Mm -hmm. We're like, we want something we can go out and wheel, and that's got it's capable of going out. So we bought yeah. a Forerunner, and that's her dream vehicle. So I was like, here you go, honey. I love that. <laughs> so. it's 
isn't it funny how you get married and then you're like, you know what? Like seeing your significant other's happiness is almost like your own happiness, you know? Yeah. It's like, let's just do what's best for them. So, uh, no, I absolutely love that. That's super cool. So let's get into your story. Like how long you been in the business? Why did you get into real estate? I, I heard, you know, been watching your stuff that were you doing like HVAC and, and doing that more primarily? And then like, what was like that you know, lead into real estate that we're at today? Yeah. So, um, far back, let's say it's been, uh, uh, 15 years ago, I started in HVAC it and I spent 10 years. So 10 years or five years residential and five years commercial. Okay. And I just, I just would not, was not a fan of it. I didn't love it. And I could have learned more in the uh, commercial space and, and, uh, I was not putting extra effort into learning and doing my job to my potential. And so at that point I had to make that, you know, decision like, Hey, I'm not putting any more effort into this. I'm not going to, you know, exceed any more in mm -hmm. the industry I'm in. I don't like it. And I don't want to be that person that doesn't do what I like. Cause it's, yeah. it's, you know, sucking the life out of me. So I had had a few people that were in real estate and, you know, they're, were very successful and, and uh, I had a family member that was in real estate and it was a little bit of a naysayer, like, Hey, you probably don't want to go in that industry. It's like, you know, you don't ever know when your next check's going to be around, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, that kind of catapulted me into like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like I, you know, everything I knew about real estate, we bought our first house at 20. Wow. We sold it, um, four years later and pocketed 75,000 from it. Congrats. Um, you know, non-taxed because we lived in it for four years we could have done the same thing in a rental and mm -hmm. we would have flushed that money away and not had profit so we took that money we, we bought a couple little stupid things you know we bought a, a razor and and stuff like that but we also it stair-stepped us to our next house so we used that as a down payment for our next house nice. and seeing the potential in real estate and in um, people that are real estate investing was just limitless to me mm -hmm. and so I was like, I want to, I want a piece of this and I want to be an actual agent. I want to help people. I love working with people. I love yeah. interacting with people. So I was like, all right. Um, I took two weeks on my job. I, um, took PTO. I went and did the real estate license and then I just jumped into it. And it, uh, funny enough, it was right when COVID started. Oh, wow. So it was right when COVID started and I was thinking, ah, this is kind of a weird, a weird time to get into the industry. Yeah. And honestly, it was, uh, it was probably the best time to get in the industry. And wow. I had to dive in head first. It was very fast paced. I had to learn a lot very quickly. And uh, yeah, here we are. So I've oh. been doing it three years now. And um, yeah, it's, it served me, our family very well. And my wife stayed home with our now two-year-old. Um, but I was able to, you know, she was able to stay home and support the family. And it, wow. it's been awesome so far. Yeah, two-year-old, I remember... Uh when he was just in the, in the belly still, he wasn't even born yet. And I can't believe already two years old. And that, that's amazing. Are you one of those type of guys that are like, don't tell me I can't do this because I'm going to show you I can. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I had, when I had a couple of naysayers, I was like, maybe they, they were a blessing in disguise. Cause I was like, I'm going to do this no yeah. matter however I'm going to do it. And, uh, I grew up, my dad was kind of just like made it happen, like no matter yeah. what. And, um, so I had that mentality where I was like, I'm just going to make it happen no matter what. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. So viewers and listeners, any naysayers, eat into them. Because, I mean, I feel like the narrative is, is that the things that are the most challenging in life are the things that help us catapult us to the next level and help us grow. And the things that are the most comfortable are the things that just kind of keep us in that same maybe lane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
It's funny, Rob, we'll uh, back up a little bit when you're yeah. saying uh, Trey, our son, was still in my wife's belly. When we bought that car, we were thinking, well, is it smart to buy a sports car like this? Is a car seat going to fit in the back? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, we had a car seat in the back for our daughter. So you're good. I'm yeah. like, all right, all right, cool. That's all I needed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I remember, too, it was a lot of fun having that car. And then when I came out to Arizona, I've never seen so many trucks, RZRs, and then I saw boats. I'm like, where are people going with their boat? And then I found out about, you know, the different lakes that are out here and what have you. And uh, you just need to have a truck. I know you also have a truck on top of that as well. And it just makes the world a difference because you can go off road and go shooting and do so much in the desert, which in California, where I'm from, like you got to drive a ways before you can do any of those things. So a sports car makes the most sense because you're in the city and it's like, whatever. Yeah. It, I mean, it's good to have best of both worlds and, and on the topic of Arizona, I absolutely love Arizona where we currently Amen. are, where we currently, yeah, where we currently are. We take the razor literally from the house to the desert out at Bulldog Canyon and we're out there. I mean, we're out in the desert. I can watch the sunset out there, do whatever. And the Swarrow Lakes right there, mm -hmm, the rivers mm -hmm. right there. Um, and not even just the East Valley of Arizona and that East Mesa area, but like Arizona in general. Like, yeah, it's the mountains, like the desert scenery, Saguaro's like it is beautiful out here. If you can get through this hot summers. Yeah. And the first thing that I found coming from California was the energy. The energy was different out here. I felt like it was more magnetic. And every time I went back to California, I wanted to come back to Arizona. Like I just want to be back. Like I, and it's funny because living out there my whole life and and being a native of, of not Arizona but California, and then I came out here years back, probably oh six oh seven. A friend of mine that lived out here I was helping him move back here, and that's when I initially fell in love with it. And then it was a blessing because uh, my wife already had family here, and that's how I got her to move out here after being married and having a child, you know, it's not always easy to relocate, especially when you have family or whatnot close to home and you want the family because it helps with, you know, care. So you can have mommy, daddy time. And then for it to all work out now to be here, like I agree, anyone who's you and watching definitely just come out to visit if anything. And then we found uh, strawberry and um, strawberry Arizona and um, pine. Those two are so gorgeous. And it's like, what, from here, an hour and 45 minutes, you're at 6,000 feet elevation with snow and mm -hmm. pine trees. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what, um, one thing that sat with me that when we talked previously was mm -hmm. kind of what brought you to Arizona, kind of what you explain now. But um, what did you do when you were thinking about moving to Arizona? What did you hop oh on to to get your information? This <laughs> sat well with me. It, it's funny. Um, so... I wanted to find out growth potential. So if anyone who's listening and viewing and you're thinking about relocating somewhere, growth potential, what is the growth potential of that city that we live in? Um, you know, what is there to do, you know, development, schools, parks, the whole nine. So I went on to YouTube, did some research and was looking for someone that could show me the area. And there wasn't really anyone out there besides some guy and he was on a cell phone and he was doing this and showing the different areas and driving around. And that was something that really struck a chord for me. And that was pushing, we'll be three years Arizona this summer. And that struck a chord for me. Shout out Living in Dallas, Texas, Levi Elastic, shameless plug. They do a bunch of content like for living in Dallas, Texas. And that's one thing that I was talking to you about is I was like, hey, you know, we could build you a website on the Lift Off, Lift Off Agent side that is the host of this podcast and, and help you out with some things. And it's funny that you bring it up because I feel like with technology, especially with YouTube, there's so much that you can like 
learn about an area before you move there or spend money on a vacation or Airbnb or whatever to do your own. Like, let me go out there and check it out for myself. You can mm-hmm. just be at work watching videos. So, yeah, that's what I did before I moved out here. Went on YouTube, did a bunch of research, and um, fell in love with Gilbert, Arizona, one of the safest cities in the nation. And um, fastest growing, and some say the next Scottsdale. I don't know, but I love it here. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, if anyone listening and you're like, uh, want to jump into video, I have not fully delved in at first yet, but that's what I'm good at is video. And, yeah. um, but like that sat with me so much is people go to YouTube and they go online and do their research. So, be have an online presence. That's yeah. kind of off topic, but that's a big takeaway for people. No, I, I like that. And I, I agree as well. As I changed the mic, I, I figured if I spoke into the side of it, there's my problem. Because I'm like, man, you sound way better than I do. Does so, it? No, but I think you're good the way that you're talking into it. Let's keep moving This around. mic is supposed to be on the side. And uh, this is real life here behind the scenes. But uh, <laughs> but not. Um, but no, I think that's it's definitely prevalent. Because you know, real estate professionals that are out there listening and watching and wanting to figure out how do I differentiate myself is you know, the market is shifting and it is tighter. And, you know, we have some investment properties that have been sitting. um, And so it's a situation where it's like, what do you do to differentiate yourself, get yourself out there to build a know, like, and trust um, and have that align with what you love and what you want to do, which you love video. So Mm -hmm. that could be a win-win. We're hearing some music. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, well, back up a little bit too. Yeah. When I was doing HVAC, I was looking for an outlet. I was like, I mm. want to get out of this industry. Yeah. This was before I was thinking about real estate. So I picked up a camera. I picked up mm. uh, video and I wanted to do video and photo work for people because I just like, I love that artistic side of yeah. um, doing like visual artist stuff. And um, I by no means could sit down and draw and be a tattoo <laughs> artist. So I was like, I'll just be a vis- visual artist. And I had a couple buddies that got me into it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And that's helped spill into my marketing for my own business. And uh, yeah, so definitely. I mean, video is what I'm good at. And yeah. Which I think ties in perfect because what you do is the visual. So walk through tours or area tours and being able to showcase. Like I saw you did some drone work with showing a, a property that maybe isn't developed yet, but gives people the opportunity to envision how big it is the landscape, the territory, how flat it is, whatever the case may be, which is great. And I think that that translates huge into real estate because we had someone on the show just yesterday who is leveraging YouTube as an outlet for themselves and they didn't have any editing skills or anything like that. So now they're out there pushing themselves, doing something different. And I feel like contrast is nice too. So like you're not just always transacting or showing homes. You could actually go and get creative with it and mm-hmm. like get that testimonial from your past client or have some fun with showcasing a beautiful home and then letting other people see that and it'd be you know i don't know more fun than just the one thing yeah no absolutely and i'll tell you what has kind of been uh, a little a little de- uh detrimental is probably a big word for it but detrimental mm-hmm. to my work and what could be detrimental to your work is that if you're trying to be a perfectionist which i am and i'm trying to <laughs> throttle back on that if you're a perfectionist you will never start doing it you're yes. just gonna think that you need this to do it you're going to um, need a certain day, time, the sun and the moon are going to need to be in a certain mm-hmm. place for it to be right, but it's never going to be right. And if it's, if it's going to be perfect, you're never going to get started with it. I love that. 
That's yeah. so true. So if you're out there watching right now and you're a perfectionist and you have a video that's been posted, because I know for some people it's like just hitting record. And for other people, like you said, it's like, well, the, the edit's wrong or the lighting's wrong or whatever, like just post it and you never know. People might, it might go viral. Mm-hmm. Like you never know. Like, can you tell us a story of maybe something that you just posted that maybe you were working on or you weren't as happy with? I'm sure there's something out there that you put out there where you're like, it could have been better, but it went well. Is there something that you could share with the audience that maybe could help them get past themselves? Honestly, every video I shoot. Really? I'm not, not going to lie. Uh, okay, let's say 90% of videos I shoot because, I mean, I do the whole nine. I have nice cameras and nice equipment, yeah. and I get in full editing and, and um, have an editing platform. But every video I shoot, I feel like I spend so much time on it editing. Okay. I'm staring at it for so long, and I'm like, this is not good work. <clears throat> and then, you know, I'm like, you know what? And I'll have that little thought in my mind, or I'm like, you just need to post it. Quit being a perfectionist, like, mm. you know. Uh, battling that demon in my head but it's like i'll post it yeah and the feedback i get is like people aren't seeing this stuff like on the daily and they're not seeing it from people in the real estate community often mm-hmm. and they're like wow that's awesome and like the feedback you get is like reassuring like all right i, I don't it. have to be a perfectionist for this i just need to do it and put it out there yes yes and then like the next video you could be like oh i wanted to add this or that you could add it it's whatever um, I remember yesterday was actually Valentine's Day and I watched your video and contribute to your wife. That was beautiful. And my my wife is like, I almost forgot. I don't know how, but she's like crazy about, um, oh, look at this. The, the camera automatically turned on to me. I forgot. We we have a, a we have an AI camera on us. So um, <laughs> I wonder if I could just like put my hand up and like go like that and bring it back over. Um, but we'll put the camera back on to Tyler Harness in one second. And I remember um, she was huge in love's loves the holiday which is great it's her thing and then i saw your post and then my wife did a huge dinner for just the parents because her dad and mom lives out here and then uh, i watched her video and after her inspiration and yours i was like i have to do a video so if you're watching this right now click a link down below and check out the valentine's day contribute that you put out there for your wife i thought that was absolutely amazing and um, inspired me and you never know what you can put out there to inspire someone as i'm over here going to change this camera angle because uh you know that's how it works when you're i got this this ai camera and i was like oh this is so cool but it's actually not that cool because now as you can see it's not on me only and it needs to be on both of us but i guess you can actually put your hand up and it'll just see if you can put your hand up is it is it now nothing on you no so so that video how long did it take you what was the inspiration behind the video that you did yesterday i'm gonna change this angle um so Real quick, if you do go on there and take a look at it, you'll notice that the song has some key things in there um, that line up with our life. Well, it was a custom song I had made for her. Um, I went to songfinch.com. A cousin had told me about it a while back, and then I, I kept getting ads for it on Instagram. Of course, they got me. And uh, <laughs> go on songfinch, and you give a little backstory of your life. And, um, you know, we're high school sweethearts and have a two-year-old now. And, and um, so we had, you know, course we had some some years of story behind it and then i put that into it and um they spit out a song in like a week it was i was when i first heard it i was super stoked on it and i was uh so hold on that song was actually a song that you made and got created from i think i seen that app song finch song finch yeah i went on to song finch too and i was going to do something with that interesting okay yeah and uh yeah it was super cool but um 
I gave her that and then I made the video. It literally just videos that I have. Um, side note, the best camera you could ever have is the one you have on you, so which is your phone. And all the videos I had in my phone, I literally just put it together like a, you know, stitched them together and mm -hmm. put the song over it. And uh, yeah, she, wow. she loved it. And we showed the family. Her mom was crying. Aww. She was crying. I was like, I started tearing up. <laughs> so, Dude, that is yeah. amazing. And in the subject matter of songs, like how important is it to get the right song with that right edit so you can really be able to visually and auditorily and just like all sensories like inspire someone? Uh, very important. Um, they, I don't know the statistics on it, but when you watch a movie, like mm -hmm. um, visuals, of course, is going to be a big one. I don't know what percentage, but audio. Mm. even down to the littlest like pops and players and stuff like that. But <clears throat> if you have a intense scene coming up and you have Beyonce playing in the background, it's not going to give you that same vibe and feeling as if you had a, like, like you'll know it, you'll be watching something and you'll have yeah. to listen to songs and you'll know that it fits the vibe with it. And that's something you should go with and not just some random song. Cause you think it's cool. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I think sometimes, and, you know, I'll even, you know, admit to it, you get in and you look at like the stats, like what's like the highest viewed or used, uh, like trending song for a reel. And then you just use it instead of it being something that goes with that video, which go watch that video that he put together on Valentine's Day for his wife. It makes such a big difference. And I even saw in your comments that people were saying that song, the song, the song. And now I'm going to go back, rewatch it because I think that so many people also, cause we get, it's like three seconds, three seconds. People are just so quick into mm -hmm. like, just not really giving time to like read the actual caption or giving time to actually listen to the song. And so I think it's important sometimes to slow down and then like on the front end, like you said, just having the right song can make a big difference just to grab that person's attention to get them to even watch the whole video, then hopefully go deeper read what the caption or what the body has to say and then watch it three or four times and be like oh my god that's actually i've never heard that song before and go deeper with falling in love and liking and knowing and trusting you which could potentially equate to business yeah yeah absolutely i hate having that um what's the word interior motive or whatever i hate having yes. that because i hate to be that salesy guy but in a sense that's what it is and and recently i've come to a standpoint with uh, Instagram, like I felt mm -hmm. myself being that three second person and just scrolling through it. And I'm like, I'll do it till my, my eyes hurt. And I'm like, this yeah. is not healthy. I took a big long break and I'm like, you know what? I'm coming back into it and I'm just going to use it, um, to post my life. I'm, yeah. I want to post shit that I like to post. Can I call some here? Well, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I already did. Um, I only want to post and do stuff that I love. So to your point with trending audio, yeah. I don't think that, uh, or I do think that it's a good thing to, um, you know, uh, key in on yeah. because th if you're strategic with it, it can be used to your advantage, but you need to have good content behind it and adding value. Mm. But for me, it's like, I, I will use trending audio as long as it, um, is, um, the audio is lines up with what I'm trying to visually tell. Yeah. And this works for me. I'm, or I don't know if it works in a sense, but it makes me sleep at night. But I just do stuff okay. and post stuff that I love and enjoy. And I'll tell you what, is when I post stuff about my family, people love it. Yeah. And and I I don't do it because people love it. I do it because I love my family and I love showing them. Mm -hmm. And I love to share that joy that I have with my family. So and with that, 
you know, people do see and they almost trust me as a family man and, and, uh, or they know that I am. Yeah. So it will spill over into me potentially helping them, um, when it comes to real estate or any other value I can add in life and I'll throw on random shit and I'll be unapologetically me on there. So that's me. If you want to follow me, go ahead. I love that. I love that. I mean, who out there can relate, right? You get so caught up in the scroll and, or comparing yourself and trying to figure out what's trending and how can I just do what's trending because, you know, I I need business. And it's like, "Mm," that's where I feel like sometimes it gets to, it's like, do what you love to do and be your true authentic self. And then people will gravitate to you and they'll see that. And I, I feel like it's so hard. Sometimes it happens to all of us. I feel like there's so many distractions. I'm actually reading um, a really good book called the untethered soul. And it talks about like, the sensories and watching a movie and how they get you from the perspective of your audio and then your video in the visual. And then as they tie into these sensories and you get stuck into the movie, you almost like, you know, you just forget about everything yourself, your, your, your day, anything that you have to do. And so it was very interesting to kind of today was one of those moments where I'm like, you know, re almost a reawakening moment, I guess you could say to be like, all right, let's re center, reground and just be more, you know, just in the moment and it doesn't matter what's going on before this podcast or what was going on or what needs to go on after it's just be in the now and enjoy that um and i like to follow people going back to like the scroll that are people that are going to like add value so like today i was unfollowing some accounts because i'm just like i don't need to just be like like lift off there's a lot of agents on lift off Instagram page and then it kind of pours over to my personal page and I'm like, well, why am I following this real estate agent? Like, because I want their business or because I really enjoy what they're doing and the value that they're adding. Um, even if they follow me, like I'm very grateful for that. I just want to make sure that I'm following something that's inspirational to me and not so much just kind of because. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I honestly went through that recently when I took a big break. Yeah, dude. I seriously was like honing in on that because you will not be in moments because you're so stuck in, in other people's lives and you're mm-hmm. um, sitting there scrolling and just numbing yourself of everything. And, you know, don't get me wrong, technology, if you use it as a tool and you have, you know, you're kind of strategic with it and just like unapologetically you, yeah. um, people will gravitate toward you. And it is, it is a beautiful thing because you can reach so many people at such little cost or, you know, free at that point. Yeah. Um, and but you have to view it as something that you are it, don't let it consume you in a sense yeah um have a how to have a strategy with it and then also just you know um, be yourself and don't don't let it consume you i love that i love that so if, if you agree comment below with has it consumed you before you know how do you out there handle social media and what you follow and you know and what you don't follow and i think it's so important i remember i was watching the super bowl and i remember you know, when I was younger to now being a family man and, and having different values and morals and not really looking at things like I used to, especially when it comes to like, we'll just, we'll just say it sex. Right. And like the way, like I looked at the halftime with Rihanna and all that stuff and then the dancers and the twerking and this and that, I'm just like, man, how many people are watching this and children. And then like, you know, this is what society thinks is okay. It's like the, the sex, the twerking, the, this, the, that, and I don't know if she was pregnant or now maybe just had a baby but like it was just so interesting i'm like it just didn't i don't know it was almost like one of those moments where i'm like 
why do we put this out there? I get it. They think that we want to see this. And and it was funny. Our family too. And we're like, like commenting like our marshmallows, like it's a bunch of marshmallows or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. What are your thoughts about like the whole sex sales and kind of, you know, I know a lot of women use that in, in real estate, kind of putting themselves out ways where, you know, it does get the views up because they might be attractive, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sex does sell. It like, does. If, if it didn't, they wouldn't be in business. Like, it's it, so I, true. Mean, I mean, it's not that you're on the corners selling yourself. It's, yeah, it's anything. It's, you're showing a little bit more on Instagram than uh, other people would. And people are going to gravitate toward that. Like if that's your gig, like by all means, that's, that's where I live my life is that I'm not going to judge how other people um, generate business or do their thing. That's none of my business. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't fit in my moral compass to the point where um, when you said you went through and unfollowed a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I unfollowed a bunch of pages that were half naked women like, you know, butt snorkeler. They got a bunch of cool. They got a bunch of cool uh, apparel and stuff. But yeah. uh, it's not something that, you know, um, I just had to reevaluate and had a, you know, questioning on myself like what i really wanted to be um putting into my life and viewing on a daily basis mm -hmm. um because i yeah we're self-employed in a sense yes. I, I only want to be consuming what's gonna um what's going to progress me in life and take me that you know much further each day so and that stuff was not doing it for me yeah 100 percent agreed we're live on on ig now for real estate versus technology just thought, why not? Why don't we, uh, why don't we just step it up a bit? But it's so true. Like, you know, there's no, like, I like how you approach it where you're not here to judge. Like, do you boo? Like, if you want to put yourself mm -hmm. out there, it's totally cool. And, um, and I did the same thing, unfollowing a lot of the, you know, like the things that are just not aligned with the moral, especially being married and you know, having a child and not really interested in that whole, like, Hey, like, let me look at the ass, the tits of this, the that. Um, and you know, my wife calls me out too. Anytime she's just like, what is that? What is that about? I'm like, nothing, honey. I don't even know how this is there. Like this account's like six years old. It must've been from a long time ago. She caught me like the other night. I'm like, ah, but uh, I, I love, I love that approach. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, we're human. We're guys at the end of the day, like it's going to happen, but yeah. also you can control what you're consuming mm -hmm. and you can control your output of your thoughts and, at that point. So, and, yeah. um, yeah. I love that. I love that. So let's get into a little bit of like video. I know that's something that you have fun with and you do a good job with. Um, so what are some things that you've done with video that you've seen success, success from? So it uh, could be a video walkthrough tour, could be you know, anything that you've done that you were like, that was something that really worked and something that maybe you could share with the viewers and audience that potentially could, I don't know, try for themselves. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's just, nothing in specific that i've done that's actually worked I'm okay like, damn i'm gonna um you know that specific thing but yeah. honestly just video in general um a lot of people on my instagram i don't have a lot of followers like 1700 um but in a sense the videos i do put out are you know quality over some people that um are not either not putting videos out or they're kind of just poor quality and mm -hmm. you know, shooting them on a potato phone um but just putting content out there and the feedback I get because I've gone through um, a mentor program. Okay. I'm still going through, but I will reach out to my own sphere and mm -hmm. it's people that I've gone to high school with and they're like, oh yeah, we see your videos all the time and nice. stuff like that. So like hearing that is is cool because I want to stay in front of these people as much as I can. Yeah. So nothing specifically. And I will tell you um, to a point of me being a perfectionist, I literally have not, I am, I'm going to, 
I am going to because I have it written down, but I Let's have go. not jumped into YouTube yet. And I'm like, why am I not doing this? I am, mm. I'm great at video. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've only just been doing short form content. I'm like, why am I not doing long form, form content? And I've done long form, like I'll send to clients and stuff, but yeah. I've never like put it out in the open there. So like, why am I not going to Gilbert and like, you know, top few reasons of why you should move to Gilbert. Yeah top three restaurants in downtown Gilbert to mm-hmm. go to because people like you that came from California are looking that stuff up. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, nothing specifically, Okay. Um, but it's definitely on my radar to just do what I'm good at. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and the cool thing about, I feel like with YouTube and long form, it's evergreen and people go to YouTube because they're like, Hey, like I got to fix a toilet. I have to, you know, learn how to hang drywall, whatever it is. I mean, how many people out there are or are listening or viewing that have done that? And that's where I feel like someone could be like I was doing, looking for something specific in a market. And it could just be someone that saw that. And then boom, it turns into a phone call. And I remember I was um, last year with Dan and Smith on the liftoff side. We did a little, uh, little retreat, had some fun and did some four wheeling. And he got a phone call from an investor from California who watched one of his videos and was asking him some some questions about his market and wanting to invest into a property. I don't know if it was a vacation or short-term rental or what. And, um, you know, and he doesn't have a lot of subscribers and I feel like, you know, you don't need a lot of followers or subscribers and you still could potentially be able to reach out to someone. It just takes one person to call you and for you to transact and that to be, turn into, you know, who knows what type of opportunity um and that's not even with monetizing and needing all the subscribers for that so uh, so yeah i'm excited to see your journey for the youtube side and we actually on um, real estate first tech just launched our youtube segment so that you're on our main show and then on mondays we have our segment where we interview individuals real estate professionals that are on youtube that are leveraging that platform and showing and telling their successes from what's working and what's not working so as you grow that, we're going to have you back on, man. I want to hear the success and the stories and anyone who's following um, you after this podcast too can watch the progression. So I'm, I'm putting uh, putting the stamp in the ground, put in the line in the sand, however you want to say it right yeah, now. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for you, bro. Yeah, no, it's a it's public accountability at that point. Um, but to kind of real shameless plug with you guys is like, first off, if you have ideas on what you want to do video wise, mm-hmm. like write it down. I mean, this is how my brain operates. Okay. Write it down because then you have something on paper and it's not just a thought in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down and then just do it. You can worry about all the um, strategies later on. But it's a shameless plug. You guys, that's where you guys come in is like, okay, I've got two, three, four, ten videos down. You know, they may not be perfect, but I'm actually putting content out there. Mm-hmm. And then you um, have a website, you have a funnel system to where you can yeah. do something with these people that are actually watching your content. And then you guys um, bring you guys in and it's like SEO and like everything that just to like monetize and grow everything you have. But it's not going to happen unless if you start. And this is me like publicly telling myself that too, <laughs> because I do, I, I do content, but it's, it's all short form and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm more than ready to jump into yeah. long-term co- or um, long form content. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's awesome. I love that. And one thing we're doing behind the scenes and we'll put it out there um, for the viewers here on the podcast is we're working on, cause we, we understand like, okay, the website's one portion. And then when you ramp up, you can get into like, 
the thumbnails and video uploading of those videos per month. Um, also listing promotion for coming soon, just so just listen and what have you. And the next step is video editing. So we actually are doing some beta right now with a few clients to do video editing. So that way you could go do your thing and get that filmed. Then you get it to us and then we'll edit up to, I'm looking at eight videos a month, eight videos a month, two a week. And we'll do your thumbnail. We'll write your copy. We'll do the meta tagging, the description, the editing done. And then that goes onto YouTube and it automatically goes to your website and your social media and done for you. And then the next piece would be the, the short form, like then cutting up that long form to short form to then put it onto your TikTok or your Instagram or your shorts on YouTube to just get it on every single platform. So, so you're, you're first here, everyone to hear this because uh, we're doing the beta right now. And um, it's funny, my sister-in-law, I, um, I met my wife on Instagram, believe it or not. And my sister-in-law is a, her twin sister is a realtor. And I met her and she called it out. She's like, calls my wife, she's met your future husband and the father of your children. And she was hella right. And she to this day hasn't signed up and she's going to be one of the betas um, in, there you go. In, in the process. So we're working out the details right now. So shameless plug, Michelle Lewis, love you, girl. She's over in Blackhawk, California bougie town you look that place up so uh <laughs> that, yeah. that's super good because um i'll tell you what stops a lot of people is is because there's a lot of thought process into video editing and everything mm -hmm. else and if you take the thought process out of it it's a lot easier for people to do it um, yeah i mean even just starting out like if if it's the budget's not there right away for people that want it um just do what you have use your cell phone they got 20 dollar mics on yeah. uh, amazon whatever um but if you get to a point of doing using um you know a company like them to do it it will just be seamless for you and then you can just pump out content and it's just like takes the thought work out of it and you just yeah. show up as as the um the model in a sense and you do your thing and you head out and they just pump the content out for you and um to kind of backpedal on why i can speak on a lot of this stuff even though i haven't done long form content yeah is because i've done it for people i've been i've done paid gigs and i've done stuff like that because um, I do have an eye for it and have mm -hmm. been paid to do them. Um, so yeah, that's super huge for you guys though, because that Appreciate will help that. I mean, everything's going to content. Yeah. Everyone's couch surfing and literally just looking all this stuff up online. They're not, you know, um, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies yet. Yet They want to, but the easiest thing for them to do is pick up their phone and look something up and see your pretty face on there, you know, putting content out there. Yeah, no, 100%. And I would say anyone who's viewing and watching um, yesterday's guest, they have a YouTube channel, cell phone, iMovie. That's it. And then they built them, they're building their way up. And then now they got like Lamora 12 or whatever it is to start doing some basic edits, which is going to give them more options. And then, yeah, like, like Tyler said, you don't have to just get into it and, and pay for it. Um, and my sister-in-law, she's she's just overwhelmed because she comes from a traditional door knocking, mailers, phone calls. She's not in that world of YouTube, short form, long form, evergreen, funnels, all the things. And I feel like ah, the, the day and age of marketing is completely, it can, it can really, I mean, not help a lot of people out there and get people confused because it's like, well, what do I start? And there's so many different options. And so that's where I feel like, you know, start out with what you love to do and reach out. Like you said, your, your friends, your family, people that you went to school with. I see your videos all the time. Awesome. I'm doing something right. You know, get into iMovie, film your own stuff to start. 
And then when you have a couple transactions, put some money aside for maybe a marketing budget that you can then outsource and then take that guesswork out, like you said, where it's just like Tyler sitting there trying to edit his video. And he's like, all right, I can't anymore. Like I'm, I'm at that point. And yeah. um, that can really help you out. You switched over again. Uh, good old camera. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea to get this camera. And uh, it's actually not a good idea. So. Turning out not a good idea. You know, um, and, you know, a lot of people, like you said, where do I start? And uh, honestly, like you said, your sister-in-law is door knocking and doing all the old school stuff to yeah. generate business. But where do you start? Like if you're still door knocking and doing other stuff, pick up your phone and show the neighborhood just real quickly. Like, yes, it it's putting something out there and you will get better with repetition on it. Um, it's not going to be perfect. I've looked at some of the videos I've uploaded when I first started and uh, yeah, they were complete ass to be honest with you, in my opinion. And, um, but just starting with just doing it and uploading it and technology is so nice. I mean, yeah, iPhones nowadays, I'm mm -hmm. iPhone gang. I, I don't think you are. Every time I text you, it's I, a green bubble. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy? Having? You're on the Android, but I, I do. I have, I have both. I have oh, like, okay. <laughs> I literally just got the new Google pro. And then I, I asked my wife, she was big. Oh, on that's it. right. You got iPhone. She right was, there. yeah, she was big on it. So yeah, iPhone's here. I got a little bit of both. Just I'm the nerd, like wanting to try both and have both options. And um, just like this camera right now, that's like only on me. And I'm trying to get over because it's voice commanded. So depending on your voice, uh, your hand movement, it'll do different things. And I forgot that um, I probably should turn off that setting. So that way it only. Um, so let's go back over to you. Should figure out how to uh, do the commands on it. Is it over here? Yeah, it is. There you are. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's the, it's the hand gesture thing. You put your hand up and then it locks in on you. Um, right now it's locked in and then I have this control panel on my, on my computer. And, um, yeah. So just like this podcast, right. It's ever, ever go going and it's a process. And instead of like, Oh, we got to stop and redo it all. Like whatever. Like, yeah, you know, just do it just, off the cuff. It's yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. We're really going through the process of learning and now I can go over here and I'm like, all right, I need this on the screen that I was just on. <laughs> and you're like, you're looking at like the camera and you can't see where it's at here, but it is what it is. So it yeah, little by little, we'll get there. Just like y'all, I'm sure you're all figuring it out, right? Like we are every single day in life. Nothing is just like straight and arrow. And sometimes you make a left and then you make a right. And then you're like, okay, I'm back on the same path that I was, but that was a cool detour. So it is what it is. Um, and as we get closer to closing out, we'd love for any of your viewers and listeners out there, what would you like for them to take from the episode from your experience from video? So you've done video, you've seen successful people out there that you've been hired to help film long form, short form, what have you. Um, what would you give for some closing thoughts for our viewers and listeners as we close out today's show? Um, honestly, just uh, get started. Don't be a perfectionist. Find somebody you idolize in the video space and don't be afraid that you're going to copy them because there is so many of the same stuff that I see um, across the board. But pick who you idolize and just write down ideas, even if, even if it's R&D, it's rip off and duplicate what they have and just put your own feng shui into it is, is what I say. Um, that's it. Just get started. If, you, if that thought's in your head, it's going to be a burning thought for years and you're going to be like, what if I did it? And then don't, you don't want to live with the thought of what if. Ooh, I like that. I like that. As I'm just camera angle on Tyler over here, 
And um, and if anyone wants to follow, like, subscribe, definitely do as such. The links are down below. Let's go ahead and go back over on my side. Look at this. This is uh, pretty cool. This is where on the next couple of episodes, what we're going to do is we're going to get a sound engineer. We're going to get a sound and visual engineer behind the scenes so we could have someone doing all this fun stuff that you're seeing that I'm doing with you right now on on the show. But um, it's cool to say that I have the technology. I just need now the next person to help with the technology, which I'm already in the process with right now to find someone who could be at that desk as we're talking because then it's less distraction too so that I can just be 100% present. But if right. you, you're doing it though, I'm, right? <laughs> you're doing it. A lot of people will be like, I need that third person to control all this before I start doing it. Like, just, just do it. Like, I mean, you're going to have naysayers, you're going to have negative people out there, but those are the people that are just going to fuel the fuel you to keep doing it. You know, if you have that mindset, so you heard it here. So get out of your own way, just do it. Use your iPhone. Tyler. We appreciate you being on the show. This has been amazing. It's great to have you in. My goal is to have 20 this year in the in-person. So I'm going to go on that board right now, and I'm going to cross off 20 and make it 19. So There you I, go. Well, I, I'm glad to be one of that 20. So. I appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate all our viewers and listeners, as it is our intention for you to take things from our episodes, apply to your business, have more massive success. Um, I hope if you took anything from this episode, you can see that we're learning everything, like microphones, noise cancellation for the rear like making sure this is pointed up right even this camera like angle off and i'm over here trying to adjust and we just keep moving forward so be sure to subscribe to the notification bell and we hope you found something you can take this from this episode apply to your business and more massive success and we will see you on the next one